Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. This episode of Get Real Podcast with Caroline Bryan is so much fun. I love Caroline. I recently discovered her Instagram page early last year and I've been hooked. She is so stunningly beautiful, but more than that, she's a prankster and she pranks her entire family. She does the wildest things from stuffing herself in a life-size teddy bear, putting snakes in refrigerators, jumping out of boxes, putting fingernail polish on a bar of soap and watching Luke lather up with it and wondering what's going on. She puts it all on Instagram and it's hysterical. Also, Luke's mom, LeClaire, is a huge character in all of Caroline's stories. LeClaire's straight out of a movie. She is so hysterical. Her dance moves, just her whole personality. You have to follow along because it's sheer joy. We also talk all about Caroline and Luke's love story. It's so sweet. Luke was the second guy Caroline's ever kissed and hearing their journey is incredible. And beyond that, we talk about how Caroline and Luke have dealt with some serious tragedy. Both of Luke's siblings passed Way. Caroline and Luke stepped in and are helping to raise and support his sister's children who are in high school and college, as well as raising their own two young boys. Caroline's brother also lost his daughter at a really young age. Her name was Brett. And in honor of Brett, Caroline had promised her a pony when she was one years old. So Caroline and her family started Brett's Barn, which is a barn that has all sorts of animals where kids with disabilities and sickness can come and pet the animals and feel happiness and joy. And it's also so Brett's legacy and memory will never die and it will live on forever. The way that Caroline and Luke have navigated their life and gone through such hard times and still found joy and love and humor and fun, it's just nothing short of inspiring. I'm telling you, Caroline's faith in God is so inspiring. This episode touched my heart so much. It made me laugh. It made me feel everything. And I'm just so happy and thankful to know Caroline Bryan because what an incredible person she is. You guys are going to love this podcast. Here she is. Caroline Bryan in the hizzy. Hey, hey. How you doing? hizzy. That's right. How you doing? Awesome. <laughs> You're coming fresh off a tennis match. Yes. Yes. It was good. So sorry. I was a little late. Well, you look great. I mean, you got your, like, cute, spank, shiny pants on. Oh, well, I did. I brushed my hair in the car, and I put on some gloss, but that's about as good as it gets these days. Sorry. Well, it's looking good. I look like I've been in a, a street fight, and I got my ass kicked. <laughs> Sorry. But you actually were the champion of the tennis match. We did win, yes. Was it a close match, or, like? It was, so that's why it took a lot, long time, but it was good. It was fun. It's it's my outlet, so I get to hit a ball instead of hitting aggression. instead of hitting a child or or Luke. 
I like when I walk in, you ask Luke, you go, where are the kids? And he's like, half of them are on the snow pile. And where's the other half? Other half upstairs. upstairs. I don't know. <laughs> well, he's a snow pile. Just like um, a pile of snow. Okay. So <laughs> this is, I'm not lying. So my children are obsessed with snow because okay. we, so we, yesterday was we love day. to ski. And Which I saw you had a trip up there for your we birthday. We did. We did. We had. The, it was the best trip I think we've ever had as a family. Because really? our kids are finally, our kids are well, our kids and our nieces. So everybody is twenty three, twenty seventeen, ten, and eight. Okay. So I feel like we've made it through the really hard part, which is having a baby and infant and all that stuff. So now they're like. They can kind of function, so yes. I, I can tell them to, to go put their ski clothes on. Because if you ever put ski clothes on a baby or a child, uh, did you attempt skiing with babies? Hell yeah, you did. Oh, we did it. Like, yeah. Did you like strap them onto you and go skiing? Were, were you Luke, those people? Luke put a halter on him and went down a mountain. Now, see, that to that's me, how they learn how to ski. But what if he would have fallen? Oh, he's not going to fall. He's a great skier. He just knows he's not going to fall. So I would just stay behind Luke, and I would just panic the whole time because. Yes thinking they're going to fall, but like we go down like blacks and stuff. What's fun. Not, not when he was teaching them, but now my eight year old can do blacks and my 10 year old can do blacks. So I do blacks with my my 10 year old. See to me, I never really skied Mm -hmm. growing Mm -hmm. up. So I've skied maybe like four or five times and I can do like blues and Mm -hmm. a constant snowplow. But every time I'm doing it, I'm like, this is a suicide mission. Like this Mm -hmm. is how people, how is this something that the world embraces? Because this to me is so You just dangerous. have to go. I, I just tell them just go side to side. Just go, just go side to side. But they can fly because they're so, they're small. So if you're, have you seen the kids who do it and they're so tiny? Yeah. And they can just fly because yes. they're so small. They can handle it. And we're not, we're, uh, hey, what's up? Hey, Till. So here's my, um, here's hi, my 17-year-old Till. Did you go skiing also? Can you say hey? Come tell how are you one of those uh, skiers that goes like? He's di- he's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know he, what I'm saying? Hi on this. Till podcast. does come. Just say hello. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, no. Till Till's here. No, Till Till does jumps, and so I'll just stand there and I'll just be nervous as hell. But he he does jumps, and you're never worried that you're gonna fall and hurt yourself. Well, he. Uh, that's you got to start when you're young. You have to start when you're young because if you don't start with your young, if you start like me when you're old, it it just feels like every single time I'm on this <laughs> slope, I'm like, how do, this is crazy that people do this, mm-hmm. and they do it, and he's great. But Till's also what people don't know. Till's seventeen and six four, so if he falls, it's a long way to fall. That's a long way. <laughs> Tate and Bo are a little bit smaller, but Till, yeah, he'll just fly, and it's. It's scary, but he's a great skier. So, so have you always skied too? No, I never skied. Okay, bye, Till. Bye, sweetie. <laughs> um, I never skied. I, I never skied, oh my gosh, until I was, good Lord. I guess I've been skiing for about, we go every year. And so that's I, y'all's thing. I guess it's been like but 10 years now, I guess, maybe 8, 10 years. And Tate and Bo started skiing when they were both about three. And they just, they love it. So we just, we go every year. So why was this the best family trip ever? Because they're finally at the age where I don't have to dress them. <laughs> so to all the moms out, out there, when if you have small children, if it's your first ski trip, do not put ski clothes on. Okay. Before you dress your child. Okay. You will die. You don't put your own ski clothes don't. on. It's like being in a sauna. Because then you get you a full will workout ahead of time. You will die. <laughs> I, I learned that the hard way. And so, but once every, and then once you're trying to teach your children how to ski, you kind of have to stand there and pick them up as they fall down. You got to pick them up and they fall down. So you can't really ski. But now my kids are great skiers. So we just go and we just ski all day and the kids fall maybe once and that's it. And then we go get in the hot tub and have a drink, and the kids hop in the pool. And I saw tub. y'all were having some drinks on the way up to the ski slopes. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. I actually think it's smart because it keeps loose, you a little bit loose. Loosen you and up. It, yeah. And so, but. What I, okay. So I was telling Caroline this earlier. I, the best thing that's ever happened to me is discovering your Instagram page. Oh, gosh. Because I always, like, would see you at award shows <laughs> and see you on red carpets and 
A, you're just a bombshell and you are you're like a sweet. knockout. And so you're kind of like so beautiful that you're intimidating because you're so beautiful. And I'm in, I've never yes, heard I'm intimidating. You're just oh, like God. a perfect looking person. Oh, God. You've been fooled. <laughs> well, but then I discovered your Instagram and oh. I was like, OMG. You're the funniest person that oh, I have ever thank seen. You. You're 12 days of pranks. Like, you mm. have to talk to the people about how you started this. I found these and, like, I showed them to all my band family. Oh, my gosh. One night, Michael and I drank, like, two bottles of wine and watched yeah. your Instagram page and the pranks and cried laughing because it was so funny. I've never seen someone who pranks so hard. Uh, well, okay. Well, <laughs> where okay, did that So, come here's from? the honest truth. So, my family, we we've always done, we've always done you pranks. Move with your dad, where you put a my fart daddy, machine, and he was I like, know. "If I did it, I would have." He had it. no clue. He didn't know where it came from. I th I think he thought it was my brother's son who did it because that's who he was holding. He was holding my brother and my sister-in-law's child, who was at the time was three months. But okay, so my family, like we we've, if if people could see the footage I have, it is. There's oh, oh my god I I could sell it for there's there's no telling so did y'all grow up pranking in a funny we've family just all, we've always done that I've always done it um, our family here like we we just do the craziest stuff but it's not anyway so my niece who's the oldest Jordan she told me a while back because I I'm still new to so, like social media I, I I'm still new and I just I don't post a lot because I just don't. I don't know. I, and the one with Luke with the soap, <laughs> with the bar of soap. Oh, that too. was so fun because it, <gasps> it won't lather. So they stand in the shower and they're trying to get it to lather and it won't lather. You know, I painted, all you can you do painted is the soap with clear fear. That's polish. all you have to do. And then Luke's over there in the shower going, I don't, th I think this so baby, what's wrong? Broken. Does it smell funny? <laughs> and then he came out and he goes, are you joking on me? And I had to cut the camera off because I knew he was about to walk out, <laughs> which a lot of girls have asked me for footage of that and I cannot <laughs> give them that. But my niece goes, and Caroline, your Instagram is lame. And I went, damn, Jordan, I'm sorry. I don't know. She goes, just, just be you put, put more out there because I started, I took the Instagram public because to bring awareness to our charity. And so I that's why I did too. it. Brad so that's Barnes. why I did it. But so sh she told me, she goes, just be you. Who cares about what anybody thinks? And so I was like, okay. So I was home on a Friday. And Luke was in, in the bar where, where we're sitting now. I've, seen, I've literally, I, ha I have seen all I had of an them. air horn. I was like, he I'm was okay. right here on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and he got, he, he thought it was a kid that did it. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Whatever the hell he said, I don't know. But so that's where it started. But then I was like, okay, well, I'll just do. So then you did like Prince a whole Smith. series of air horns, and you mm -hmm. did you air horned everyone in your family and and friends, uh -huh. and their reactions were insane. Another, oh, they hated me. Another favorite character I have in y'all's family is Luke's mom, oh Leclaire. Yes. <gasps> oh, how she's is like how about too that name good to be true? She is. Does she know how funny she is? She does. Okay. And she owns it. So do you remember the... Um, she might be... the. I, I started following her. She's a mess. I wish she would do like a weekly video, like to give us a weekly dose of her entertainment. She typically makes us do something if she's around. She's like, I don't know how to post. I'm like, yes, you do. But like, she's like me. She just didn't think about it a lot. But you know, she knows she's funny. But... Do you remember the um, character for the um, from the um, oh, Hallmark card, M Maxine? She was the old lady sitting, um, smoking a cigarette, drinking her coffee. Yes. I call her Maxine. <laughs> she's Maxine because she's just. She says there is no filter. None. There is no filter. She says whatever she thinks. Dancing. I feel like she's got a good cocktail in her hand a lot of mm -hmm. times. I mean, maybe not. Just beer. Just beer. But okay. I saw one post and she had like, I mean, I've stalked her page so hard because it made me laugh no, so hard. She was just, so, so in that post, There's she. There's like four cases of Bud Light was, and your um, son in the cart. Oh God. Yes. No, Bud Light, which <laughs> if, if, hey, if, if Bud Light wants to sponsor her, she'll, she'll take it. LeClaire is open for business. She'll be the happiest person ever. <laughs> but so she just. So she drinks only Bud Light. Okay, so I like she, that. She was joking with Luke. Okay. Trying to make him think she was drunk. And so she, <laughs> so it was a joke, but so she had on like a sombrero. And yeah, 
And he, he goes, what are you doing? And th- that's when she went, I'm just trying to have fun. <laughs> and he bought it, which I'm like, you should know your mom better than that. Cause, <laughs> but he seriously thought his mom was drunk. So do y'all team up together, like you and LeClaire, and go after people? Or is it normally? Oh, we, oh, we can, yeah. I, I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it could be just deadly in this house with the humor. Who's the, who's the one that's instigator the most? Is it you? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Like one of your pranks, yes. you got in a huge teddy bear. Uh-huh. That was me. Yeah. And then people would walk by and you would jump out and scare them. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you even think of this stuff? I don't know. I guess I've just, we, we've always done crazy stuff. And I, I don't know. I, I think I was, I think I was scrolling through Amazon one night, and I saw this life-size teddy bear. I'm like, oh, this would be a I'm going to buy that, and I'm going to jump out of it. I, I, I don't know. It was probably after three glasses of wine. And <laughs> so it's a little bit weird, but I don't know. Oh, I mean, I just have to say, though, I appreciate it, and I know everyone <laughs> else does, too, because it is oh, thank you. so hysterical. And the snake one, mm-hmm. another one where you put snakes in the fridge. Yes, and that back, that, that backfired on me. I am... <laughs> petrified of snakes like petrified of snakes I, I, I don't want to see a dead one I don't I don't want to see one that's rubber I don't want to see it and Luke he pranked me once he, he bought a snake in the house and I, I think I put it on, on Instagram and I it was a live snake and I just I a lost real it. one yes oh my gosh yes it was like a king snake or something but I don't care what it is I don't want it around me and he, yeah, he bought it in the house. He was holding it. So I guess that was your I fled payback. the scene quickly. No, <laughs> no. He did that first. This was last spring. So he did it first. So that's when, you know, I got to pay him back. So is this house just like a fun house all the time? Are there just tons of people in here constantly? Yes, there are always people in here with, um, we have three boys in the house. So they always have friends hmm. over. So you tell your nephew who just walked in. Mm-hmm. He's a 17-year-old 17. junior. He's a junior in high school. Okay. He is. And so is then, he on the dating scene? He is. How's that going? It's good. I mean, because he's so cute. Till's so, he's, I mean, my, my God, he's 17, 6'4". He's, he's Sweet. so cute. Um, he's, it, it's good. But I mean, you know, he's, he, he's never been like, he's, he's never juggled like a bunch of girls at once. Yeah. He didn't do that. Um, <laughs> he's just, he's sweet. And I, I don't know, but. Usually it's more full of boys than it okay. is girls, so thank God. Not sure how I would handle the other way around. <laughs> there was one time that I didn't handle it well. Some girls showed up at the door at like nine forty-five at night. Oh my gosh! And I was in in my robe, <laughs> and I was like, "No, thank you. Like, I didn't know what to say." Closed for business. Yeah, I was like, "Ah, oh, it's not gonna happen. Thanks." <laughs> you bye. Said bye. I did. Well, no, actually, I didn't. I let Till and his buddy come downstairs and tell them, you know, whatever. I see Till. Oh, Till, Till stalking me right, right <laughs> like, now. He hears us talking this about This was him. like two years ago, Till, so it wasn't last week. Two girls came to the door I at mean, like 9.45 at night. I can't in, blame them. In it's... cheerleading outfits. In cheerleading outfits. No, no, that's not true. One was, and that was not mine. Oh, it doesn't matter. In a cheer, they were prepared. Yeah, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. So yeah, but no, he's he's a, a gentleman because I threaten him, right? That's right. You need to be health a little healthy level of threat. Yes. Oh yeah, invite her over later. Yes. So All do right. you have a girlfriend? Okay, so are we serious business here? Nice. Okay, I never had a girl, a boyfriend in high school. Oh, I, I did. You did? I just had one. Yeah, yeah. I had one all through high school. That's probably good to have all one th- all through high school. And then we broke up when I met Luke in college. So you and Luke were high, mm-hmm. were college sweethearts. Mm-hmm. We when were. did y'all meet? My first week of college. What? Uh-huh. Like right off the bat, Thursday night. I went to. Y'all took a four-year break? Go away, Till. Till's like the narrator here, here he giving is. us the inside dirt. He wasn't even born yet. Yeah, you don't. Um, you weren't even around yet. <laughs> hey, but you got all the scoop. I'm going to take it from you, Till. So, yeah, we y'all did. had a four-year break? Okay. So we did, yeah. First week of college you met, did y'all's humor draw you to each other? Because I feel like 
he has yes. the same humor. I thought because Luke's, you know, his 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 like personality is so big that um at first so I met him at a bar called Dingus. And y'all are both from Georgia? Yes, both from from Georgia and you're at the University of Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern. in Statesboro. Okay. Um so he and I were at Dingus and we're just hanging out. I was a freshman. I didn't you Was know, it love at first sight? Um, for me, no, I was terrified. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was happening. I mean, I just, I, it was like my first time in a bar. Like I didn't, I was so sheltered growing up. I grew up in a small town. Where'd you grow up? Sandersville, Georgia. Okay. Very small town. It's the Kaolin capital of the world. The what capital of the world? Kaolin. Chalk. Chalk? Mm-hmm. Like, so everything's white. Like just ch- like for chalkboards? Mm-hmm. Well, so it's, it's like a chalk mine. So it goes in everything, like medicine. It so gets, is it just in the air? Chalk everywhere? Uh, it can be, yeah. It's not typically, no, but it can be. But no, it's it's, it's not bad. But um, very small town. I went to a small private school. Had the same boyfriend. I had the same the same butt guy, yeah. The, you know, he came from a great family. And, and we still, we're still friends. I mean, he's married to the sweetest girl ever. So, um so I go off to college, and he and I dated since we were in the eighth grade. Oh my gosh! So um, we Did y'all agreed, decide to break up. We agreed to go our separate ways and just see what what was out there. So that's terrifying in well, itself. Yeah. So I didn't know Luke was the second guy I'd ever kissed in my life, ever. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I'm, I meet Luke in a bar. And he's like, and he's such a big like personality. I was staring at him like, is this guy for real? Because <laughs> he acts, he is how he is. Like even back in the day. He's he's never been different. Well, ever. now that I know Leclerc, I do not doubt. That's where he, <laughs> yeah, that's where he gets his stuff from. Like, damn, it's, it is not fake. It is real. It is totally real. Yeah. But he's um. So he, but he was so sweet. So he and I tried to be friends for a couple of weeks. That didn't last long. We, you know, we kissed. And so did you start falling after the initial, like mm-hmm. meeting I did. him and. You know, adjusting. I knew to- that I liked him, but we were like, let's just. I was like, okay, he can be a guy friend because that's the last thing I was trying to find was to date somebody. Yeah, you else. just broke up with your boyfriend. Yeah, to, like it find was weird. You and go yeah. to college. It was weird. So he and I dated for like a a year and a half, and then I, I get I, I got freaked out because he was talking about marriage, and so he was ready. Yeah, and I was like, I cannot go my entire life. And not be single for a minute. Yeah, I've got to. And so we we separated for over four years. How was that? It was, oh, us breaking up was horrible. So you were probably a sophomore when you broke up? I was was a sophomore. It was Christmas of my sophomore year. And And we broke up. Were you all the same age? No, he was was graduating. So he was leaving school. Okay. So So he was out of there and you were, so you finished off college single. mm -hmm. How were those single years? They were fine, you know. I dated two two other guys. Like I, I called t- two other boys a boyfriend, mm-hmm. but I had tons of like you know dates and like first dates. But and nobody compared. No, I mean he was always these. I always knew Luke was the sweetest and the best. I always, hands down, I always knew it. But at the time when we were apart, you know, I was. I just wasn't ready for yeah. that. I just, I, I wasn't ready to be like in love. Yeah. And forever. And then we met spon- spontaneously after college. He was playing at a bar that I was at. It was I had, just random had no clue he was playing there. So y'all weren't even planning on trying to get back together. No. Like it was no. a break and over mm-hmm. and done. And yeah. like everyone's moving and on. You're he, not really talking. He dated. This time? We talked a little bit through email or if he would come play at college, we talked a little bit, but he always stayed in touch with my brother. So okay. he so, had an inside. So I always knew like where he was, what he was doing. <laughs> and what's funny is I'll, he had the nerve once in college to bring a girl that he was dating to my house in college for a pre-party. So you were having a pre-party and he came. And now it's called like pre-game or something. Is it called I, pre-game? Yeah. I, don't I guess. Know. I'm I don't, not in with I don't the young know. folk. I don't know. <laughs> but we called it a pre-party. He walked in my house with the girl he was dating. Well, well, well. I got pissed and I left. Your own house and party. I did. I left my own house. I did. I left. And I was like, what the hell? Who do you think you are? I'm not even sure what girl it was, but 
Yeah. I guess the, the message was sent. I mean, so no, feelings I were still there, I guess. Yeah, I left. I was like, no, I, I'm not going to hang around. I was like, I, I was like, I hope this bitch goes in my room <laughs> and sees pictures because I think I saw a picture up of Luke. I don't even know. But um, yeah, but after that, but yeah, but he and I met, he was playing at a bar that I was, because I was in town working and he was playing so a bar. I had no clue. And where are you living? At this point, I was living in Macon, Georgia. Okay, so that is not the same place with south but, of Georgia. But is. I went to Statesboro, which is our college town, because I, I worked there. I was a drug rep, and my brother was still in college. And so I was just going to stay there overnight because I had to get up early and work there. So, um, and he goes, Well, guess who's playing in town? And I said, Okay, well, I'll go for like an hour. And then I saw him playing, and something was different. Okay, what was it? What was different? I don't know. I think he and I had just, we, we, we were older. You know, I'd gotten, you know, I, I don't know. It was just something was different. And I knew I think that those I breaks are crucial. My husband and I took a two-year mm-hmm. break. Best thing to ever happen I'm to I'm like, us. if we wouldn't have gotten, if we wouldn't have broken up, we wouldn't be happily married. I know mm-hmm. we wouldn't. Just because we, us either. we weren't grown up enough mm-hmm. yet. We hadn't lived enough. I hadn't found myself as a person. Yeah. I mean, I'm still obviously finding it. <clears throat> but he hadn't either. And it's like. You got to know that you, it's not that you needed to like see what was out there, but yeah. I just needed to find myself and to know that I'm not just like rushing into something. That's a cool story. I didn't know that about y'all. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's the we hardest dated thing. We four years, broke up two, and then eloped. <laughs> you dated four years? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then we broke up for two years and I moved away mm-hmm. and like it was over, but mm-hmm. we still kind of kept in touch. Yeah. And then when kind of same thing, we just randomly ran into each other again and I was like, it's always this is it. It's always been. It's him. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's how he and I work. Cause so I saw him at this bar and he was singing and we we made eye contact and I was like in he my was like so happy you're work there. clothes and I'm like he he had no idea you were there. No, I didn't know he was going to be there until <laughs> my brother told me. I was like, well, I'll go for like an hour, but I'm in my work clothes, which is not going out clothes. <laughs> I, I look like a grandma. You, you know, could never look like a grandma with but um, that's, girls like in college, but. We like you still look like you're a girl eyes. in college. Oh, of course. <laughs> Botox. Hey, yeah. it, it helps. I love me some Botox. Hell yeah, it helps. Oh, God. yeah. I would have so many wrinkles, these kids. But Luke, God, yeah, his job, his family, his mother, yeah, they all give me wrinkles. You got to have the tox. As long as you have hair dye and, and Botox. Botox, you're going to be and okay. some wine. Yeah, that does help. Yeah. That's kept me out of jail many times. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in jail for murder if I didn't have that, but it's fine. <clears throat> but so y'all locked eyes. We, we we did, and then um, he he took a break, and I didn't see him for a while, and I thought he was trying to avoid me. So I left. I just went, and I was like, I've got to be up at like six a.m. So I left. Well, he called me at three a.m. He didn't call me. I'm sorry. He called my brother's so house because like, he had my brother's. Your home. brother is his in. Yeah, and so Bo helped him out. Um, that's my brother's name. So he called my brother's house at 3 a.m., and for some reason, I answered. I never answer a phone at 3 a.m. Yeah. Well, back then, I didn't. Now, I'm concerned. It's a, <laughs> it's one of Till's sisters in college. But, um, and he was like, where did you go? And I said, I said, I'm sorry. I had to leave. You know, I thought that you didn't want to see me, and I got to be up at 6, and Anyway, after that, he and I started texting, and we saw each other at Christmas, and we've been together ever since. Stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it was good. It was us I'm having glad a break. Took the break that he and I would have never, ever, ever lasted if we didn't have a break. Yeah. S- s- same <clears throat> as you. It's just too young. Because you appreciate each other when you're that though. Young, but yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're like, there. wow, I've tried other ones and ugh. Ugh. yeah. I was like, I tried all the flavors. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like it. Nope. I'm glad <laughs> I had to try. I'm allergic to the other ones. <laughs> I'm allergic to the rash. Yeah. yeah. You gave me a rash, but not that not kind of that, rash. Not that kind of rash. <laughs> not that kind of rash. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. No. I, I, don't, I don't need um penicillin for that or, or whatever. Does penicillin even people even t- take that anymore um, i don't know yes well i'm glad i don't have to find it's not out that kind of rash yeah. so yes let me clarify <laughs> i meant like a yeah you know like we a, didn't get an std <laughs> thank thanks. god yes <laughs> oh my god okay so then marriage life was luke already touring like did you go straight to road life like was that an adjustment how did that oh, all god. happen he had just gotten signed were he, you ready for this life on the road 
Well, you know what? In college, when he and I dated, he was always singing. So on a Friday and Saturday, he would go to like other colleges and play. And so I was used to him not being around on a Friday and Saturday. And so, or either I traveled to go see wherever he was playing. And so I was used to all that. So that's all I've kind of ever known, you know, is that he, he was a singer and I'd be dancing alone, you know, <laughs> out, you know, out there when he'd be on stage singing. So I don't really know what it's like to listen to a band and have him dance with me because <laughs> I just, that's, we just never knew that, but so I'm so used to it. So it was never like a transitional thing. You were just fine with it, ready to go. Did you yeah. get on the tour bus right away, or did y'all split time, or how did y'all see each other? Well, I worked for, because, you know, he played, I mean, as you know, when artist starts out, you play for, for free. All the time. And they're always gone, and you don't make any money. Yeah. So I had a great job, thank, thank God. And so that, you know, for, oh my God, I guess four years or so. You know, my my income paid our, our bills, but I, I would still, you know, make time to go out and see him. And, you know, when Bo was born, he was a surprise. I got pregnant when we were married for six months. Oh I was not expecting that at all. But um, and then we had a miscarriage. And I love that you talk about that because mm-hmm. I also had one and I did a podcast about it. And it's like a conversation that a lot of people don't talk about, but a lot of women go through it. Everybody I know has had one. So once I've like said we had a Mm -hmm. miscarriage, like everybody Mm -hmm. I know has had one. Mm -hmm. Why is it so not talked about? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, I I guess girls don't want to. I you know I don't know because I knew that it wasn't my fault or something that I did. I guess girls just don't. You know, I don't know. That's odd because I I guess it's not like a good topic to go. Hey, (laughs) guess what? I had a miscarriage. Because I it felt is, like there's almost like a, not shame around it or something, but it's like I, I wanted to like say something about it because like when I was going through it, I felt so sad, and then I felt so like I don't know. I just like I needed to say it out loud, mm-hmm. you know. And I wanted to like say I've had this because it is such a when you're in it, you're looking for support too, you know. Yeah. And what's sad is that you know girls who have had one, girls take it harder than a guy does because it's not really as real to the guy Luke didn't know really how to comfort me yeah because you know he just he didn't get it but as girls when you go through it and and you lose it you just there there is a loss yeah there is a loss and it sucks and it hurts and you're physically hurts and you're in oh well it's it's awful physically um but it does hurt and it is a loss but guys i don't think they know because they didn't like they haven't felt it or seen and it. They're not or, living it every day. No, yeah. Like, of course, yeah. they're checking in on it, but like it's yeah. just different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you feel like you know, I don't know. It's just, but for, for girls, it's a true loss. And mm-hmm. guys, I don't know if it's a true loss. Mm-hmm. But but almost every girl I know has had one. I can't mm-hmm. even tell you the same mm-hmm. thing. Like every everyone I talk to mm-hmm. has one or has been has a friend or a family member super affected by it. Mm-hmm. So were you scared to like, try to get pregnant again? Um, no. And what's funny is I didn't try to get pregnant the second time. It just happened. That's the way to, to do I'm it. Like, oh my God. Are, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> like I when I tell people, like sometimes I'm kidding, but I'll tell people like he and I, that's the one easy part of our life. If we want to get pregnant, I got pregnant instantly. And I'm like, I'm, we're so fertile. I wash our underwear separately, but (laughs) I don't, but that's just what I tell. I was like, no, I got to wash my underwear separately or I'll get pregnant. (laughs) But, um, but no, so he and I get pregnant very easily, but, and I've only, I've only lost one, but it, 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 it does. It just sucks because you just it just hurts. Mm-hmm. As 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 a, as a lady, it just hurts. Mm-hmm. But so here yeah. comes now. Bo, Bo was first. Then Bo was first. Yes. And now, how did having a baby rock your world? Oh my God! Yeah, because you think you go from you think you're tired when you're alone, <laughs> and then when you have a baby, and then Luke was touring, and. I remember so well. Oh my God. I'm like, how did I do this? So Luke was touring and I was off work for like four months. Well, we decided to go on the road with Luke. You about? Yeah. So for the first year, and I'm not making this up, I swear to God. So when this was when Luke was still brand new and 
and the whole band and Luke was sharing a tour bus. Well, there was no room, you know, for Caroline and a baby because when it was just me, I would, I would sleep in the bunk with Luke, which oh, yeah. is not easy, as oh, you know. Double bunky, especially with a big tall guy because Michael's yes. four too. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So you just, well, <laughs> Don't we, tell me all three of y'all did. Oh God, no. <laughs> so I knew that Luke would need which, which, you know, this is where I think I'm a very sweet person. <laughs> you are. I, I was like, I was like, okay, Luke has to sleep more because he has to sing. If he has to sing, if yes. he gets sick, we're screwed. Yes. I would make a bed in the back of the bus off of suitcases. Stop. We, I would make oh, a bed in Caroline. the back of the bus off of all the all the band guys' suitcases That's and hours. So with and I would sleep with Bo. And get up, oh my God, 12 times a night. And the poor band, they were so awesome because I know that they heard a baby crying half the night, but they never complained. They never said a word. They were just, but yeah, we slept on suitcases. So can Bo sleep anywhere now? Is he one of those oh, kids? Oh, yeah, that, yeah like, he's fine. Any noise, any mm-hmm. place, he's probably just. He's fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Caroline, on, on, on suitcases? We, we slept, we made a pallet on suitcases. So we'd pile like all the suitcases up. And there's no telling how, how old his first tour, tour bus was. It was probably, <laughs> God, it was old. But we made a pallet off of suitcases and put, like, blankets down and stuff and pillows. Oh. And that's how we slept. Could you ever do that again? Oh, my God. I would die. I'd be Once in the you ER. Get out of those days, you can't go back. Now I have a Tempur-Pedic <laughs> pillow. <laughs> I just do. got a Tempur-Pedic bed. Oh, my gosh. Do y'all have a Tempur-Pedic? Does yours, like... I have the, the the one that can sit up, like oh, so if I want to sit great. up. Uh-huh. No, ours is flat, but it yeah. is game changed. It's the best thing ever, night isn't it? Yes, it's I the never best knew. Thing mm-hmm. I never knew how great it was. No, it's and now you cannot go back because it molds to your body. If you're in a hotel, you're in hell. You're, uh, you're like, I, I want my bed. Yes, because you wake up with pillow. a backache. God. You got a Tempur-Pedic pillow too. Oh my God! Yes, mine's curved. Yes. I take it everywhere. Like I can't sleep on anything else. No, see, you got that out of your system early on. Yeah. So, so <laughs> now I'm like, I did it. I did it. We've earned it. I've earned this pillow, <laughs> and I can't sleep on anything else because I have a neck issue. Because I went on a girls' trip this past August and had did you too do a little too much twerking. I no. Oh, I'm horrible at twerking. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm having a um, a seizure. But we so some friends and I. So, so all, a bunch of girls go on, on this trip and you know, if you, well, once you have a child, if you get to get out of the house, you, you get to go. really excited Yeah, and you maybe drink too much the first night. You got to go hard. And I did. <laughs> I was so excited to be out of the house. When was this girl's trip? It was, was it September, August? It was, okay. it was for the, um, US Open in New York. I'm, I'm a big tennis fan, right? Big time. Oh yeah. So I went with my tennis team. We drank a lot because it was our first night out of the house, away from all of our kids. For some reason, I'm wearing high heels. For some reason, I decide to start doing. I start. I think I can tumble again. Yes. Granted, I'm 39. In I'm high heels. I'm not 60. Well, I took them all for a Thank couple of God. moves. Okay. For a couple of moves. The so last you're a one. Growing up. I no 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 I. I took gymnastics for like two years, but I mean, I could do like back handsprings and stuff. So I do a backflip on a bed. I land it thinking, okay, I still got it. I go in the, in the hallway and start doing like, you know, round offs and what all handsprings. Oh, I slip on the last one, land on my neck. No, it's still really messed up. Oh no. Are yeah. you like going to anyone like a chiropractor or anything? Yes, I'm still in physical therapy, but Caroline. It's but so that's why I have to have this certain pillow. I'm like, no, I'm not Do going. You have anywhere. Headaches all the time? No, I don't. It's just like, can you only turn so far? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did it ruin the rest of your trip? Oh hell no! I just <laughs> I just went with it. I, I took Advil and I kept going. <laughs> You're like, listen, I, I was going to see Roger play. Damn it. I was not going to, you know, yeah, a spinal cord injury. I can barely walk. I'm going to put on a neck brace, but I'm going to have my, I had a neck brace. I did. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I swear. It's the worst picture ever. I'm going to get my walker and my Chardonnay and I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I look like Mac Dove walking around with, I don't like this cheetah jacket and a neck brace. Ain't nobody slowing down your good time. But I had a glass of wine, so it was okay. And Advil, so. And then you're ready to rock. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> it's true oh well oh 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay, so then Bo came first, then second Tate. boy. Tate. Tate. Bo and Tate. What great names. Bo and Tate. I know. Bo's named after... My, 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 so Bo has always been a name in my family. Okay. Boyer is my maiden name. And so Bo's always been a name in my family. And Tate is named after Luke's sister's best friend when she was young. Okay. And so that's, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So that's, so when did, then when did the cousins come live with you guys? So um, Luke's sister, unfortunately, I guess May will be. 13 years his sister passed away unexpected i mean just it was like the the worst day of my life um of 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 all of our lives she was healthy beautiful the funny she's like the the best mom to ever walk this earth just the best thing ever and she just she was just taken from us with and there's and we never found any reason, but she was just the most awesome person ever. Um, and then I guess it's been four and a half years. Their, their daddy Lee, who was one of my best friends, he had a massive heart attack in front of me and Till. Oh my gosh. And he was gone. So that day kind of, that, that was the other equally worst day of our life. But, um, so after that, that's so till he moved in with us immediately. And the girls, um, the do oldest, they live? where do they live? Well, Before. so the oldest was in college in Athens, Georgia. Okay. And so she, she moved home to be with her sister who was a junior in high school. Okay. And her sister wanted to finish out high school with her friends. Yeah, totally. And we understood that. So she lived with some, um, friends of ours there. And so the girls, you know, they're back and forth constantly because they're still in college, but they're back and forth constantly. But Till's been with us full time ever since then. Okay. Yeah. Well, gosh, so have y'all dealt with tragedy? Is that, do you think that's why humor has a big part of your life? Because I feel like you have to. Anybody, y'all, when I look at y'all's family, mm-hmm. y'all embrace it with so much love and yeah, like living in the moment. And- well, well, you have to because I mean, we've lost Luke's brother who. I never met because he was killed in a car crash in 96. Um, you know, Luke, he, he lost his brother. We lost his sister. We lost our brother-in-law. And then we lost our niece, Brett, who was seven months. And so, so who did Brett belong to? My brother and my sister-in-law. Okay, so Bo, your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where you started Brett's bond. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now what, how did, what was her, she had a rare illness? Um, well, she didn't, it, it wasn't rare. So my brother and Ellen, who's Brett's mom, um, she's the coolest person ever, like truly like the coolest person, like God couldn't have given me a better sister-in-law. Oh. 
um, they tried for years to, to get pregnant and they just couldn't do it. And but we don't know why. Um, they did IVF and got pregnant with Brett. Well, they found out that Brett was going to, you know, be a, a Downs baby. And so we wrapped our head around that. We didn't care. We just wanted her here. And then we found out that Brett had a heart condition that would require surgery. And so Brett, you know, we knew that it was going to be surgery, but it was supposed to be easily fixed. So Brett had surgery when she was, I guess, oh my gosh, she was super young. Well, well, she, I guess, was Brett three months? I think she was three months when she had her heart surgery. Something about Brett's body, they just, it just didn't take. So she stayed in the hospital. Ellen and Bo were in the hospital for over 100 days. Wow. And and I, I'd go up there almost every day just to see them and just hold Brett's hand and sing to her, which I have a horrible singing voice, and she'd stare at me like, please, for love of God, stop. Just <laughs> no. hold my hand. But um, at seven months, she was taken. How did y'all so – how did you guys decide to do the foundation? Well, you know, when um, I did – so I never met Luke's – brother who was killed in a car accident and he was everybody tells me he's just like my brother Bo well when Kelly and Lee passed we were so directly involved with like with the kids and helping with the family that we didn't have time I mean like like you're you're so involved with the kids that that's your whole focus Mm -hmm. well when Brett passed away all I was doing was watching my, my brother and my sister-in-law suffer and I couldn't help. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the, the way of coping, I was like, okay, well I promised Brett when she was about a month old, I promised her a white pony. Cause I was like, she was the first girl okay. in our family. I was like, I, I said, I won't buy you whatever you want. I'm going to buy you a white Aww. pony. So I decided that I was going to follow up with that. And I was going to get her. I was like, damn it. I'm buying her a white pony. So a white pony which I adopted, which ironically, this white pony comes from a rescue place in Jackson, Tennessee. Oh my gosh. So I found this pony. I'm like, I mean, that's Jesus. Come on. If that's yes. so one pony turned into about twenty three animals. Oh. And so now we have Brett's barn and so tell me about Brett's barn. It's it's the most it's just awesome. So it's it's full of small animals where you know kids with special needs or St. Jude or, or sick children they come out and they and they play, play with them. Oh, and and they get to come hang and so that's that's just yeah. bring joy to uh-huh. kids through yeah. animals yeah. and being out there in nature with them. Mm-hmm. How has that blessed your life? Like what has that what has that experience been like having Brett's barn? Oh my God, I love it because you know. I get to be like here, like in, in the city, but then when I go out to her barn, I'm in boots and I'm in, I'm, I'm throwing hay out and I'm feeding animals and I'm brushing them and I'm getting, I'm getting literally shit all over me. <laughs> I mean, but they, the, the animals I think have done more for our family than we will ever do for, how so? for them. Well, I mean, they just, they've helped to heal so many people and they're so funny like each animal has their own personality and i know each one like how they're different but can you feel the healing happening out there mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah what and do my the kids act like when they get out there oh they love it because the animals are so tame and sweet and they love it and and the favorite are margo and todd or kangaroos <laughs> that's their favorite because they're like because how many kids get to go pet it and, and feed a kangaroo uh, truly i know how and, exciting and they're and they're awesome but and my ultimate goal is to someday build a public brett brett's barn because it's it's on our farm so we do have to be careful about who comes out here but yeah. but it's it's i don't know i just i love it it just it, everything about it is peaceful has it helped your brother and sister-in-law oh yeah Mm-hmm. Just being able to pour into something mm-hmm. so special in her memory to help other people and to see her her name because we promised Brett that she would never be forgotten and that we'd always talk about her and that we're, we're going to do some big things and and we are we're working we're I mean seriously we work our ass off to make to not let a family lose a child when they don't have to yes mm-hmm. so. 
Oh, I feel like you have this like, amazing balance of like knowing how to have so much humor mm. and then you're so deep and so real too. But it's like you just like straddle this line of like handling life so well. Oh, trust me. There are times when I just lose my shit and I'm just, I just go sit like in, in the shower and cry. Cause I mean, everybody, get it out. everybody's human. I mean, everybody, you know, I struggle with Luke being gone all the time and kids everywhere and you know, how to make everybody happy and you know how to make th- how to make this charity go well, and I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to be alone That's a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I just look at you, and I'm just like, you to me are goals because it's. Oh God, I'm, I'm not. You, it's the way that you embrace your journey, and the way that you have embraced all of your journey. It's so inspiring to see because you have so much joy that comes out of you, even when you've had to deal with like really tough situations. I, from what it appears to me is like you always find a way to make it fun and to find the joy and then to make something beautiful out of something sad. Well, well you have to because like our family thing is you can take two paths in life. One of, of being bitter and angry or one of like, you know what, I'm going to, we're going to make this, I'm, I'm going to find the happiness in this and we're going to, cause we have to, cause we're living for five kids three of which have lost a mom and a dad. And we're like, you know what? No, I, we're going to make or try to make everybody happy and, you know, just make the best of something that's horrible. But and that's, that's, that's our goal. And it's not perfect. Trust me. He and I, me and Luke can fight like you can't even believe, but we always, right there. but we make up very well. <laughs> we do. So we're, yeah. also, everybody's human. So. Oh, you said something. You said keys to a happy marriage. Something, uh, laugh a lot and selective hearing. Yes, God. <laughs> well, he's got that. I laugh a lot and he has selective hearing. I feel like all men have selective I'm hearing. I'm like, are you not listening? I'm like, how can you? I do that to Michael C. I'm mm-hmm. like, he completely blocks out things that I mm-hmm. say. I think it's also like an artist thing <laughs> in them too. Or that's what they say. Oh, oh, the artsy ones are very like, oh, come on. You're a dude. Come yeah. on. You just don't want to hear me. You're just going to act like you didn't hear it and then you can play dumb. So then it's all fine. And then I'll end up doing whatever I need to talk about anyway. I'll just take care of it. But, but if you throw a plate at them, <laughs> they'll, they'll listen real quick. That, that gets their attention a little like, better. Oh, my I God. I'm so plate, sorry. That yet. frying pan just slipped out, out of my hand. <laughs> I'm going to try that. But you got to be subtle about it. Now it goes in an accident. Don't do a cast iron because that really hurts. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I've never thrown a cast iron at him. Not yet. It's bound to happen at some point. So what are your favorite things to do, like hobbies? Tennis. I do love tennis. Um, what are y'all's favorite things to do as a family? Oh, my gosh. Oh, as a family? Oh, Lord. We'll go. Lord. We watch movies. We, we play games. Um, I feel like y'all always have on like costumes, like all things that could have a costume holidays. Y'all are in them. Yes. Yes. If it's Christmas, you're going to be in the most pimped out decorated onesie. Yes. Halloween. You're going to be like a blow up dinosaur Mm -hmm. costume. Well, that's the thing about Halloween. Like I never did the, you know how some people are like Halloween. Let's, let's be slutty. Yeah. I want to look completely stupid. I felt like, were you in like a giant cow thing that like you almost couldn't walk in the room because it was so big? Uh Uh-huh, I've done all that. (laughs) And then I actually had, I I did wear as a joke once, and it's not on Instagram, it's not anywhere. I do have pictures, but I had on like an inflatable penis. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great because it was so funny, but I couldn't, you know. There's certain things that you can't put out there because you'll get a lot of flack back. Have you gotten some flack? Oh, God, everybody does. What do they give you flack for? To me, like, I just live for your videos, especially no. when it's you pranking or you and LeClaire. Like, I just cannot wait for those to show up. Oh, my God. Um, I, I, I don't care who you are. You're going to get – somebody's going to hate on you. That's just how it is. Um, Do you just let that ride off you, or it, does it get to you? I, it, no, I, it, it, it gets to me because it, it sucks because when you know that you're trying to be – nice and a good person or and somebody wants to say like a girl I, I, i'm guessing it was a girl but um um i had on a dress once and somebody commented which and that's what sucks like it's like why are people have to be assholes but say um, nothing they so i had on this this um dress once and it was it was short and this I, whoever commented said um 
quit wearing short dresses. Your your knees tell your age. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and so then you start staring at, at your knees, and you're like, well, your they are a little bit wrinkly. But I'm like, oh my gosh. She, yeah, she told me I, I was too old to be wearing this dress because my knees tell my age. I'm like, well, thanks, Heifer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's just thanks, Tina. What whatever her, her name was. Yeah. I feel just I hate to hate, but I'm always yeah. like, okay, if someone is going to spend the time to write a hateful message, how sad is their life? And then I feel sorry I for them and I'm like, I feel bad that they are living in such a miserable place that they want to spread hate, yes. you know, cuz it has to be bad. It happens all the time. It just happens hurtful. to everybody or they'll ask you, "Oh my god, are you pregnant?" Like if you're not no girl there are few girls in this world who are completely flat come on and a, a couple of girls like once goes oh my god are you pregnant i see a bulge and my and my response was no i just truly love ice cream and french fries <laughs> it wasn't even a big bu- it wasn't even a big bump i'm like damn i'm like caroline if someone thinks you're pregnant then what's gonna happen to the rest of us you are and you have the that best happens to I've everybody i'm like what the, why the hell do, do people have to be so hard on I, I don't know i have never once ever 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 posted anything just mean like oh my god are you pregnant no well it's because or your knees look, look old it's that old thing i heard it in church but it's true it's like hurt people hurt people you know yeah. i'm not saying we're not all hurt and struggling yeah. things but people who are like not, suffering and in, but you don't have to be an ass bitter they yeah. want to like make other misery loves company yeah well i don't want to do it around here so i love that i love that you're mm-hmm. just bright and light and fun and joy and laughs and all that. Well, like, so are you. I well, thank you. I get emotional. I'm like I, I'm an emotional <laughs> mess. Like, have yeah. you ever done the Enneagram? Oh my God! Somebody told me about that last week. You've got to take. And it. I've got to. It, it like 150 questions yes. or something. And it yeah. tells you. And you and Luke should both. Actually, your whole family should take it. And it tells you so much about your personality. Well, I'm four, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a romantic, and so like I love love mm-hmm. and like I love a great story and passion but like I can just fall to the bottom of a whole emotional hole and just be caught up in my feelings and all luckily Michael's a seven and sevens are like what's a seven happy they always kind of avoid pain they're always finding the good time that sounds like Luke yeah <laughs> probably mm-hmm. always like having a good time never let anything get too sad like always because Michael dealt with some tragedy too his brother died of cancer and he was really young and then <gasps> his family ended up not surviving it like with a divorce and everything so like oh, he at a young age learned how to like cope with a lot of pain and yeah. his has always been like finding the joy finding well happiness. that's a healthy outlet because i mean it can go the, the other way yeah and so that's why we try to you know you try to find the fun and happiness because it can go the other way really quickly and you gotta realize like you're here life is happening and so in honor of your family or mm-hmm. your loved one it's like you want to live for them too you know yeah and you have to because life we know all too well life does not stop it doesn't matter what's happened life doesn't stop and you have to you gotta pick yourself up and no matter how horrible it is you have to keep going and and that's what sucks is like but it is also okay to have a bad day and to feel it and to go, you know what? I just don't feel like dealing with this today. Yes. And, and then, let yourself and, go and then, all the way down. And that's okay. I have to let myself do that. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm feeling something like really emotional, like with the miscarriage and like actually randomly my dad almost died this Christmas. He had a heart attack and like we mm-hmm. almost lost him. It was very, oh, very traumatic. But it came out of it. But it's like I have to let myself break all the way down. Like yeah. I can't I can't get back to myself until I until truly you feel it, feel yeah. it yeah. all the way. And that's and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's healthy. I think that's fine. I mean, like, it's okay to hurt because everybody, everybody does. I don't care who you are. Everybody has something, and it's okay. What's your secret for running a big household like this and keeping everybody in line, keeping it all going? Oh, God. I don't have a secret. <laughs> Prayer and Jesus and wine. <laughs> that's about it. I don't know. I do have help, though, and I have some of the most awesome help ever. But um, there, there is no secret. Every day is different. You can see every day is different. You don't know what you're going to get, especially when kids are involved. You just do it. You just get up and do it. I love it. I could talk to you all day, but I'm going to wrap up because I know okay. you have a million things to do. 
And I mean, obviously, you got to well, get back you. to your I life. Enjoyed it. Um, I always like to leave. I enjoyed it. You're amazing. You're thank just you. so incredible. You. I'm so glad I got to like thank talk you. to you and get to know you better too. <laughs> I've honestly been in awe of you for a long time. Oh, please so. don't. No, there's nothing to be in awe of. <laughs> but that makes it even better because you're so real and like honest mm-hmm. and hilarious. Your humor. I was like, I got. I told Michael, I was like, I got to work on my humor. No, you I don't. Step it up. I want to be more funny. Like I want to. Be, have, Let's go do some pranks. <laughs> I would love to. One of my band wives who's married to the bass player in a thousand horses she's hilarious like you like Mm -hmm. and she pranks everyone she has a a file on her phone she has pictures of all of us in the most terrible pictures you could ever imagine and she'll just like post them out every now and then see that's so fun because you (laughs) know worst pictures you could ever imagine but what's funny is like everybody i don't care how pretty anybody is everybody can can be ugly and that's what's so funny you're like oh damn (laughs) look at how ugly you are in this picture anything for a laugh she'll do anything Mm. for a laugh at anybody's expense i love love. that i mean she's not love that it's all yeah she's not gonna yeah 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 but I just love that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. If I could be one thing, I wish I could be funnier. But I can appreciate funny people. So that's why, like, finding you. You are funny. I'm a good funny sidekick. Because, mm-hmm. like, the person who's funny, like, you're, I'll be there, like, egging it on, laughing yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm not really the one who's able to instigate it. I just don't have that. I'm an instigator. Oh, oh, I can. Yeah. I, I love to be in the room and a part of it and laughing. Because I just, it's make it's to me, humor is just the greatest medicine that you can ever have. It is. It and helps you. Laugh until you cry. Mm-hmm. You can laugh until you cry, cry until you laugh. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to choose laugh until you cry. Either or, just get to the <laughs> laughing. But hey, if you ever want to prank anybody, call me. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. I really do. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. So I like to leave every interview with leave your light. So okay. obviously your whole life is inspiring and everything you've talked about has been inspirational. But just what's a message you want to send to people? Like, just to inspire people listening to this. If you had, like, a piece of advice or something you wanted to pass on to someone, mm-hmm. maybe who's, you know, in, in a hard spot or something. Like, what what's your word of encouragement that you'd want to give somebody? Um, there are a couple of things that I, I'm trying to think. There are a couple of things that I tell my kids every day. Um, I tell them to always go and make a person smile every day be nice, go make a person smile. And then the ultimate advice, some of the best advice that I, I ever got was it's, n- I, I guess, okay, well this, yeah, anyway, it's, it's not our, our job to understand why God does what he does. It's our job to accept it and make the best out of it. Wow. And just, that's what you have to do. Someday we'll, we'll understand everything, but we're not, I mean, He's not going to let us understand everything right, right right now in this life. Wow. So just take what he gives you as hard as it is. And it's, sometimes it's great and sometimes it sucks so bad. But you got to take it and try to make the best out of it. That's truly inspiring. Yeah. Well, I love that. Thank you. I don't know. I'm not very deep, but yes, you are. that's about as deep as I get. You are really deep, Caroline. <laughs> I'm so shallow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Whatever. You are so deep. And you, the, and you also, though, like you know how to make joy out of painful things, which is mm-hmm. a true gift, truly. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining thank me. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. This was oh fun. Oh, my gosh. And we got the same name, so obviously. we're Car- like, Caroline's are a handful. My best friend growing mm. up, her name was Caroline, too. We were always the Carolines. Really? Uh-huh. See, I never knew. I, I knew one other Caroline ever. But, hey. Caroline's are a handful, but they're good people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're the best. Damn right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Thank you. I know you loved that episode. Was it not incredible? How inspiring is Caroline? She is a true earth angel. I love her to pieces and I'm so glad to know her. And I'm so thankful that she shared her story just to uplift everyone who heard it because I know you heard that and felt moved in your soul. There's no way you couldn't. Next week, I have Cassie Kelly, who is the wife of Charles Kelly from Lady Antebellum. Cassie is an incredible soul. She is beautiful. She's a fashionista. She has incredible style. She also has the hugest heart. We talk all about her relationship with Charles, their journey to their sweet son, Ward, her business that she started, Womanista, and how it turned into a a huge business that she ended up selling all about her life. It's so incredible. She's such an uplifting person. So get excited for Cassie Kelly next week. We'll see you then. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.